Welcome to Lead by Example, where we talk to business leaders about their passions in life, at work, and how their journey can help others. I'm Jason Manning, and I've been interviewing celebrities, musicians, and other interesting people for the past 20 plus years, and look forward to bringing you an inside look at how business leaders are inspired to do amazing things and lead by example. Each of them has an interesting story to tell, and they just might have a lot in common with you. So join us on this journey to find out what inspires these people to do what they do and where that passion comes from. I'll be joined by my co-host, Matt Berry. He's founder of Conversion Marketing, an avid storyteller who appreciates learning from fellow business leaders. This podcast is brought to you by Conversion Marketing, bringing decades of experience in storytelling and marketing to B2B and tech companies who also lead by example. Welcome to another episode of Lead by Example. It's Jason Manning here with Matt Berry, and it's part two of our conversation with Jay Cosilla. Yeah, there was so much good stuff to talk about that we've got two episodes. <laughs> and here's episode two. A couple a month ago, I was in Old Forge, New York, uh, doing some snowmobiling or trying. There wasn't that much snow, but... Uh, on my way home, ran into uh, a bunch of fans, and this, so we were coming back. This was on December 30th, and right away we went into commiserating, like, we should be heading to MSG right now, and this was like up, I don't know, we were near Utica, and uh, you know, like everywhere you go, and it was like, you know, even though we, we masks on and stuff, like hugs at the end, and you know, hope to see you at a show, and that is what it should be about. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you if, if at shows you have people coming up to you and, and thanking you. Uh, somehow I have, n- I have not seen you yet at a show. I'm sure we've been at plenty together, but uh, that time will come. Um, so, yeah. Um, this, uh, a lot of times uh, I'm uh, a little bit taller than, than some, so uh, and I'm, I got this big, fat, bald head, so I guess I'm kind of easy to pick out in the crowd. <laughs> Um, and I, I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, I just, it just, it means a lot to me, um, that other people, that other people enjoy something that I, I, I love. Um, I think it's just great. Yeah. And even, you know what, see last night's watch party is an example. It's like, if anyone out there, you know, doesn't, you know, appreciate what you do. It's like, so I hadn't seen that video I wasn't at that show, and you know most Camdens. I tend. I'm, I'm about uh, two hours from Camden, so uh, haven't missed too many over the last decade. Um, and it was awesome. I found myself. I was bouncing around with my family and my kids, but I found myself yeah. finally grounded the last hour or so, um, and just settled in and watched it. And it's. Uh, I, I. It's. I got to tell you, I get these mixed feelings, and maybe a lot of other fans do. It's like I'm finding it some days hard to watch the stuff because I'm just missing it so badly live. But then, you know, I, I get over it a bit, but um, I'm just itching and I'm sure the band is and all the fans are can't come soon enough. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, um, I really liked that the band started doing the, the dinner to movie nights for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a really, really nice way for them to step up and give us, you know, just a little something that we were missing. Um, and I remember when, the whole the watch party thing started. Um, I think the beginning of last summer. You know, they might have, the first 1.0 show that they showed. Everybody was like, "Wow, they must have all these old shows." And why don't they show us all the old shows? And um, you know, whatever they pick their shows for whatever reason. But 
I kind of started the watch parties to show people, you know, that just go to YouTube and type in, you know, fish. There's, there's so many shows that, that fans have shot over the years and they're relatively watchable. Some are a little grainy. Some of them are from VHS tapes in the nineties. So they're not, they're not 1080p HD shows like we're spoiled with on these webcasts, but, uh, there's plenty of good fish out there to watch. Um, and I just thought it'd be a fun way to kind of get people together, you know, on nights that we didn't have an official webcast or uh, dinner and a movie, um, just kind of highlight some of these old shows. And they're not all, they're not all like super shows that people, you know, legendary shows or anything like that. They're just decent, decent shows. Uh, uh, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that's kind of kept me, occupied during this time i uh i kind of plan out what we might watch and uh fiddle around i've kind of taught myself some late video editing um it's it's been a it's been something to do other than go to live shows i guess during the pandemic yeah and you know what it's because uh, i was gonna ask kind of how, how you pick the shows because like a few of my friends and i it's like once you post what it is it's like yeah well someone will text one another it's like oh yeah or haven't seen that one and uh so it's another you know add that to the list of things being able to curate some some great shows i i'm always a sucker for watching the older stuff even if the sound quality isn't that you know great or the video isn't that great but just seeing those guys so young like not knowing what their future was gonna hold and uh and just playing it love of playing it and damn it was uh you know i so my first show was uh in 1993 and you know now i'm like because i was kind of in the transition from grateful dead over and my good friend jason hall who went to school in vermont was like you i was in school in san diego and he was sending me tapes saying dude you gotta listen to these guys and then i came home by summer between after college and went to Waterloo Village in Jersey for the first show. And wow. then yeah, the rest was history. And then, yeah, my, the, my, my, the smallest venue I've seen them in, um, San Diego state where I went to school, 1994, they played in, it was called Montezuma hall and it was about a thousand people. And that was it that night, you know, sold me and it, it's been ever since, but, uh, it's um, some of the old stuff brings me back and it's just like, shit, I don't think I, I appreciated it while I was in it. But uh, cause now it's like, I don't take any show for granted. And that's why another thing, you know, people, any given show, you'll see people bashing stuff. And I went to take a piss during this song and I just I try to embrace every set. Like it could be the last. And uh you know, I'm I'm just ready for that next one. Don't you guys think too yeah. when shows come back that every show will be I will never forget this show or I will make sure I work a little harder to maybe go to more shows. I I hope so. Um it'd be nice to see a little more appreciation. Sometimes people they jump on a show like last night's show is the best show ever. And there was kind of a running theme of that almost most of 2019. It was like you could watch a show, and no matter what it was, you could guess that as soon as it was over, somebody was going to be screaming how great it was. And they're not right, and they're not wrong. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of leads to silly fan arguments. Um, Every every show is a great show. Yeah. Every show is a great show. Um, 
I try to go as many as many as I can. Um, you just never know what you're going to get. It's yep. the greatest part about going to live shows. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, you can never know what you're going to get. So I, I, I think I saw some photos. You, you were at this last, the last New Year's show. So what, nineteen into twenty? Yes. Yes. Yep. Man. Yeah, so that, uh, that alone is... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you. That, uh, oh, no. Talk about not knowing what to expect. Um, that was a pretty wild night. It really was, and it, it was it was very different. I mean, the, the gag, the clone, um, the clone gag was... <laughs> it was quite unexpected. Um, I really did not see it coming so it was kind of you know, it was a, a welcome surprise um and I, I thought they nailed it aside from the the, the the issues trey had with his platform you know the uh yeah the conspiracy theories have been endless about that but uh <laughs> i uh i can tell you that he definitely looked concerned um i think there very much was an issue there that uh who knows what would have happened if that hadn't happened? Maybe uh, it would have affected the set list. Maybe uh, maybe they would have played a little longer or a little differently. Uh, it's a shame we'll never know, but it's uh, it's just part of the the history of fish, and uh, we always have that story to tell. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I just the only way I can describe the I was I was sitting I was on page side in the two hundreds. And I was just confused. And I, but uh, a few times uh, you could get a sense that yeah, Trey was really uncomfortable. So, you know, if it was a gag, he's a hell of an actor too. And I really don't know. And you know, it's, uh, it's, that's just part of like the, the fish, you know, legend that some of these things you will never know. Um, and actually right. now that we start talking a little bit about, you know, Trey and, and, you know, looking nervous up there, it has been, and Jason and I have spent a good amount of time talking about fish over the past year and what that's looked like and just how special some of the things that they've done and Trey in particular, um, for the fans and just when he talks to the fans that, you know, with, whether it was Beacon Gems or elsewhere, you know, you, it's like heartfelt, um, the way he feels about the music, the band, the fans, the experience. It's like, man, if I didn't already love Trey enough, you know, just add a little bit more to it. But, uh, yeah, what, you know, last year it's been, uh, it's been very different. Absolutely. Um, and you can really, you can really tell from the Beacon Jams just how much he's missed playing, and I, obviously everybody. Uh, I thought that was another. You know, the, the dinner in a movie was great uh, to relive some old shows, but uh, to be able to get some fresh live music out to the masses um, for free, you know, and and support a great cause if you chose to, uh, just just really shows what kind of band they are, what kind of people they are, uh, real class act. Um, it, it, I, I described it as it was like the, the tree anesthesia over band version of the Baker's dozen. You know, you get the, the beacon eight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I just thought that was, that was great. Uh, from, from the very opening, uh, with opening with Corona, yeah, uh, which I, I I thought he might actually shy away from that song after we had this you know pandemic. I was like, because the song has obviously nothing to do with the the disease or anything, but uh, just the the negative vibes that some people might have felt from it. When he opened with that, I was like, you know, this this 
this is the best possible way he could have opened this whole run. And it, it was a great, very uplifting song. And it, I was glued to my seat every every Friday when he started. Uh, loved it. It was. I know. It was so awesome how they used Twitch as well, like using new, newer, you know, a newer platform, but also just the way they shot it all. It just looks so good. It was so well thought out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they doesn't look like they they cut any corners. Uh, mm-hmm. They gave us a really great production. Uh, Twitch. Uh, I'll tell you one of the the most interesting things. I, they completely blew me away in regards to how many people I thought would actually tune in and watch. Um, I remember seeing numbers that first night. They were well into the the high thirty thousands. Yep. Wow. I knew a lot of people would tune in to a free stream. Um, but I just, I totally did not see that, but it, it just shows the people are, are hungry for, for, for live music in general, but, uh, the fish fans just rabid, uh, will take anything they can get. It, yeah, yeah it, it is, uh, it is, it's true. I was glued every Friday evening as well and, and sad on that last night that it was coming to a close, but, um, it's been, you know, I think it's just been great how Trey and the rest of them have just made themselves, you know, like accessible, especially Trey early on with COVID in his apartment. And, uh, and you could just see, I mean, him working away, uh, new music and how his brain just doesn't stop. And, uh, man, it's, it's, uh, it's a great thing. And I feel like when, when they come back, it's going to be better than ever. Um, and it's uh, it's going to be something pretty special. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see too if they've been writing and recording in isolation too. That doing stuff, it, you know, without our knowledge. Yep, uh, would not yep. surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are all all very very creative guys, and I mean, just just looking at Trey alone, um, you know, putting out a whole solo album. I mean, the whole Instagram. Uh, releases he was doing these little videos with the new songs and then putting out the album and then fish putting out Sigma Oasis. Um, and then Trey with the, the beacon jams. I mean, he put out more stuff than most musicians do in, in, in a, in a soft year. Um, he, he just, he just never really slowed down. Uh, it's amazing. It really is. It is. I'll tell you what, one of my favorite moments from the last, from 2020. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just find a video or a song and it's just like, you keep playing it, it's in your head. But, um, I think one of the most beautiful moments of 2020 was Trey and Paige out on the deck evening song. And it's like, I just keep going back and listening to it and, uh, the way they harmonize it. And it's just like clean, quiet, peaceful. And it's, uh, it's perfection. It's a beautiful, it's, it's easily one of the best of the newer songs, The a little bit softer. I know not everybody loves those ones, but, uh, I know. Yep. it is, it is a very, very beautiful song. Yep. That's what I said. I, I was leading with beautiful. There are songs that I, you know, I'm the guy that's always looking for them to jam and, you know, get crazy with it. But then I'm always good with, you know, a, mellow jam that's meaningful to me or might be mean something different to you, but, uh, and just hearing like the, the, the beauty of them playing together. And it's like, you know, it's, uh, it is why I love those guys so much. Yes. 
for sure. And uh, and so I've got uh, one more question, and then Jason, I don't know if you've got anything else. So I'm curious. So um, in terms of you know, we know that their summer tour tickets are are still out there for us. You know, for anyone who hopefully held on to them. Um, and who knows what happens with this summer, but uh, what do you see as being your first show back? Do you have tickets for something? Um, I have tickets currently for Hershey, uh, which was yep. pretty much going to be my only shows of last summer. Um, yep. So if things keep, if, if things go as planned this year, um, I will, I will be there. Um, I'm not changing my my plans too much. I wasn't really planning on going out west. I know a lot of people are thinking, well, let's let's go out to to Oregon or the Gorge or whatever. Um, I did buy Dick's tickets um, after after tour was canceled last year and people got refunds. Uh, they had a couple of re releases. I did buy a pair of Dick's tickets for each night. I've never been out there, um, and I just wanted to have them as a to give me the option. So, yeah, um, Hershey for both nights and uh, fingers crossed, uh, Dex. Yep, that's pretty good. That, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've got some West Coast stuff uh, in hopes that everything comes together, and we shall see though. Um, and until then, you know, it's just uh, the your your wonderful watch parties, and and like we were talking about earlier, there's so much to go back and look at and listen to. Um, and, you know, just uh, wait for that next one to come around and everything to, to get back to as normal as I guess it can. Um, so, Jason, was there, you know, anything you want to ask? Yeah, you know what, Jay? I I mean, we, we've talked a lot about the uh, about everything uh, with regards to Facebook and, and the Casher Trade Connection. I just want <clears> to... <throat> I just want to say that is uh, that's a really cool connection. I, I I know I know that both Matt and I were a little taken aback by that. That's really cool. Um, what what would be your ultimate gig for fish? What where would be the ultimate? Uh, where's the ultimate place you'd love to see that band or or venue you'd love to see that band? And it can be anywhere. Oh boy, I gotta tell you, I'm. Uh... Uh, there's there's too many places really. Um, <laughs> That's a but, good thing. <laughs> uh, I, I know, I know. I I am extremely partial. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to go to uh, the recent shows the last few years they've done down in Mexico, and it, I know it's a lot of people don't like it uh, in terms of it's. It's not an easy one to get to. There's a lot of hoops you got to jump through, and of course, it's a it is a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but I I can't emphasize this enough. There is nothing at all like seeing fish on a sandy beach next to the ocean uh, in warm weather, uh, steps away from your your hotel room when you're when you're ready for it, um, surrounded by you know, beautiful locale for one and, and just whatever you pretty much want to eat or drink is, is right there for the taking. It, 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 it is a bit of paradise. Um, it's got all the feels of a very small, you know, older classic fish show. There's unfortunately, there's just not as many spots available. There's not as many fans that can make it, yeah. uh, but it makes it feel 
a little cozier. Um, the majority of the fans that are willing to, you know, sacrifice, and we, we've sacrificed to save money and go down there, um, leads to a very good crowd. Um, the crowd is there to see fish, um, you know, and, and it definitely shows. You can feel it. Everybody is loving it and friendly and happy. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been my favorite place to see them. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, I hear you. It's like, it's, it is, it's a lot of money and not everyone can swing it. And so there's always like the finger pointing of like, Oh dude, you know, I've got an XX and it's like, listen, um, I get it. If you can't go, you know, that that's the majority, but for the people that can, it's like, think about again, another move by fish to do something really special for its fans and no show is ever going to be, you know, perfect for anyone, whether it's location or how much money it's going to cost to fly there. Um, those are individual decisions we all need to make, but the fact is, yeah. you know, another one of those options that fish gives its fans. If you want a really special vacation, cause that's what it is. Um, and lots of people go on vacations to different places to do very different things. Lots of fish fans. This is how they want to spend their time off and their money. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. Yes. Agreed. And you know what? Like, let's just say, too, they're super serving their audience that wants to have that experience. And you know what? If we can't go, we can't go. And like you just said, Jay, you've had to make, uh, you know, some sacrifices. And I think about it every time the, you know, there's other artists, Dead & Co. and and Dave Matthews and stuff do this do this as well. I I dream about the day of about going. It's like a long term goal to be able to go to something like that. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, part, of, part of why. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, really, I was only I was only hitting two shows last summer um, in Hershey uh, because it's relatively close. It's drivable. No flying involved. Uh, but a big part of that was because we did. We did Mexico in February, and uh, you know, trade offs. Yeah, it was definitely a trade off. Um, but uh, Lay said to myself, uh, "More than worth it." Yeah. Now, Jason here is uh, so I'm East Coast as well in in New Jersey. Jason here is in Vancouver, so we've been talking a lot about. I have not been out to Gorge, and uh, it's been right up there on my list. My good friend Jason went. Uh, a couple of years ago, I couldn't swing it with them. And uh, that's the top of my list. And, you know, that'll be, I think, probably the closest, Jason, the closest venue to you that uh, that we could meet up at. So yeah, I yeah. think that's me. And both, and both uh, you know, Gorge is, uh, I will say this to anybody. I don't care who, who your favorite artist is or band is, but everybody in their lifetime needs to experience one show there because it is, it's, actually impossible to articulate how beautiful it is there but just what an amazing spot it is to see a show because you're totally you're in a utopia of concert goers it's 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 actually incredible and it's literally in the middle of nowhere (laughs) that's the thing that's always pushed me away i mean i've seen the pictures and heard the stories it is definitely a legendary venue for for any band Absolutely gorgeous location, but the, the the work and dedication, at least for myself, and I know many people do that, but coming from New York, um, going out there and, and pretty much having to live a week 
yeah. just requires so much planning. And, and uh, again, out in the middle of nowhere, you have to bring everything with you. You can. for me, but uh, it's, it's well worth it by the looks of it. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know what, Jay? It's one of those things that anybody listening to this podcast, it's one of those things where as soon as those shows get announced, you have to go and just reserve hotel rooms. There's hotels within an hour of the venue, and you've just got to go in and out unless you want to do the camping experience, which it rages out there But at the Gorge. But for me, I'm old, and I need a hot shower. I need Wi-Fi. I need, <laughs> I need to sleep in a bed and, and get the concert grit out of my eyes. But it is, yeah. uh, you know, I saw Dead & Co. there uh, the last time they played out there in 2019, a couple of nights in a row. And it really, it just, it actually brings, as, as cheesy as it sounds, it brings you closer to the music and why you love the live concert experience. And out of the thousands of shows that I've gone to of every other band that you can think of, um, you know, a stadium show is one thing and it's an experience, it's an arena show, everything else. Uh, notwithstanding uh, uh, the story from Matt about hiding in bathrooms and wearing outfits to get into the Hampton shows, but it's it's just it's just such a uh, it was really emotional for me. And when my partner and I, her and I, went down for a music festival, we walked over the hill for the first time, and then you walk into this natural amphitheater, and we're like, "This is real." So yeah, it's great. But yes, you're right, Jay. It is a lot of planning and I would recommend anybody that's planning on going to those shows in Eugene, those fish shows in Eugene that go because it's a real easy hop from Portland. You can drive down there in a couple of hours and stay and do it in a weekend. So, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and J- Jason, I guess we aren't going to go to the Gorge together because I'm going to, you know, camp and stay dirty for the weekend. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy I, that. I, I, I like building up to that first shower after you know oh. a three or four day festival. There's nothing like it. It's one of those, uh, you know, it's like taking off your ski boots if you ski yes. at the end of the day. You yeah. know, it's just ah. Uh, it's uh and you know what guys like here's the one thing i'm gonna say and i've said this to matt and i'll say it to you jay i will never complain about the price of beer when i go to a show once we get to go back to shows again yeah well (laughs) i I, I think you're gonna see a lot less complaining Uh, yeah this is definitely uh well you don't know what you got till it's gone yeah. situation, and uh, hopefully it does lead to a lot more appreciation. I agree. I agree. I I do have one more question, and so I I saw a picture of you. By the way, happy belated birthday! Someone posted a picture of you and Trey. Um, when was that from? Um, that was from. Uh, he did a small show at Brooklyn Bowl. In 2015 or 16, I can't remember at the moment. Um, it was it was filmed for a PBS special, um, but uh, it was very very small show. I was very fortunate enough to get tickets. Um, I think there was only like 600 people in the Brooklyn Bowl in Brooklyn, um, tiny little venue. And I'm one of those terrible people you hear about that uh, stands in lines for ridiculous hours to get in first, either for uh, posters or if it's a general admission show to get 
where I want to be for the show, usually up front. Um, I just happened to be out front of the venue when, uh, when Trey's Uber popped up and, uh, he popped out with his, his little pack of, of clothes, what he was going to wear. And he was more than gracious to come over. And there was maybe myself and five or six other fans that were there at that point. Um, he was getting ready to go in for soundcheck and, uh, he talked to all of us, posed for pictures and gave autographs. He's always been very, very generous whenever I've been, you know, fortunate enough to bump into him. He's very, very appreciative of the fans. Um, very, very humble guy. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's, uh, that, that is great. And that's what I've heard. I've never heard a bad story of someone running into to Trey or any of the other guys and, you know, getting uh, the cold shoulder. Um, and then like, yeah. I do, I keep calling up last questions, last questions, but I think I also saw you went to the Met in Philly. Is that right? I did. I did. Yeah. Um, that was a very special show for me. Um, very, very lucky again to have gotten to go to that. Uh, that was so hard to get tickets and yep. that was the only show I made, um, fall tour last year, my last year, 2019. Um, but what a show, um, just, just nice again to see them in such a small venue. And again, I will say the crowd uh, was one of the greatest crowds I've ever been a part of uh, because all of those people did whatever they could to get in there. Uh, the truest of fans, you know, it was radio contests. So, I mean, it definitely excluded many people, um, but the people that were there, you know, they had to, they had to call in, they had to listen to the radio for hours um, or, to the very lucky, I think a couple hundred people, uh, they just showed up without tickets and, and, and a, a hope and a prayer. And they wound up getting in, you know, unbeknownst to everybody, they, they let a lot of people in right there, uh, right when the show started. Um, yeah, really a magical experience, uh, a, a small venue, a storied venue, a beautiful venue. It's, it, they've spent so much remodeling. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I saw fish there and I also saw Trey and ghosts of the forest there. Um, just a great venue in a great city. Um, it, it, in many ways for me, a, a perfect show. Um, it just, it, everything went well. You know, I, I can't say, well, it was the best, this song they ever played or the best that it was just, it was a great show and a killer experience overall. It, it just, uh, an incredible night. That is awesome. I, yeah, I will say it's, uh, you know, being two hours from there, my friends and I, we kicked around it. Do we go down? We, we opted not to. And it was just like one of those shows where it's like not even going to try. And, and I was happy for everyone that was in that building. So, again, there's going to be people that are negative. It's like, oh, fish, you know, radio giveaway, this, that. It's like be happy for the, the fans that got in there and had a special experience. You know, that's awesome. And then we've been able to to see and hear plenty of it Um you know, after the fact and get a little feel for it. It's never the same as being there, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, just added to the list of special things that they've done. Um, and it's, uh, I'm glad that you were able to get in there. Thank you. Um, it was, uh, pure luck. I, I had won a water wheel contest, I think two years prior and the prize was two tickets to any future fish show. And it was, I won them in October and I think they just expected most people would, would say, well, give me, give me Halloween or give me new year's. And I asked, you know, I, I'd already had my Halloween tickets. I'd already had my new year's tickets. 
um, I just said, well, hey, you know, can I just kind of put this in the bank and hold on to it? And if ever there's a show that, you know, I, I can't get tickets to, I kind of have this as a backup. And when the rumors started flying, I was like, well, this is going to be impossible. I, I was not a serious uh, XM subscriber. Um, it didn't look like there was any other way to get tickets. Um, so I contacted who I needed to contact, and I said, hey, can I, can I use this prize? And it wasn't even a slam dunk at that point because Sirius really had total control over that. It wasn't just, you know, fish. They had all the say-so. And I think it was two weeks before the show, um, I got an email saying, you know, you're in. And uh, just just an incredible night. Um, uh, just a, a really a perfect fish night. It, it just doesn't get any better for me. Uh, that was a great, great experience. That is awesome, and you know it's yeah. You know, what goes around comes around, and so it's, uh, if that's an awesome <laughs> that that you held on to it and for the perfect moment, and that it all worked out. Um, that is fantastic. So you know it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, I want to leave everyone with some parting thoughts, and just that, that you know you hear how Jay is uh, you know genuinely. Um, a big fan and does what he does for the rest of our us fans for the community. And everyone should just remember that when you're on, uh, the, the page and, uh, maybe everyone will be a little bit more positive and there certainly are plenty of good, positive people out there, but let's, I would hate to see it ever go away. So let's make it easy for Jay and appreciate what he does. And, um, and then Jay, I hope to see you at a, a future show soon. Uh, let's definitely stay in touch. And, you know, it's been awesome just getting a little peek behind the scenes today. So I really appreciate you taking time. I, uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, like I said, I was a little nervous when we started, but uh, this has been great. Uh, I've had a great time talking to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lead by Example. We hope you learned something new about our guest and about yourself. Please click subscribe to access past and future episodes. And remember... Don't be a follower. Lead by example.